All right, well, welcome to South Podcast, episode 505, Documency. I'm Saverin. I'm Fuzz. And I'm Shiva. And it's been a couple weeks since we did a regular episode, and that's Hit fine. Okay, because last week on the main feed, you guys got to hear Fuzz, Ajax, and I talk about movies we watched, a couple horror films, and probably, you know, save some heresy in regard to Hellraiser, but that's okay. You know, we're all entitled to our opinions, unlike people like Ursula Vernon, who apparently have the mildest of takes on Dune and people decide to get rude to her. Thank you, yeah. Twitter.com. Yeah. I, I decided to have a bit of Twitter sport when that was happening and started blocking all the people being assholes about it, being like, this is what MCU does to people. And oh I blocked God. so many people, Twitter logged me out. Like, there's a limit of 500 people that you can do before Twitter goes, this seems suspicious, and logs you out. Oh, that's what was happening. And I was just going down I the quote tweets. and just chains on some people, and, like, it would kick me. Yeah, they, they got real know. pissy about that a while ago. But I'm just like, Ursula Vernon goes, wow, this is a really kind of joyless movie. And people took great offense at this notion. Which movie was it? Dune. Dune the, oh. new, the new one. I mean, the books are not funny. But, like, they're 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 long and slow. And, you know, honest thing, I didn't super enjoy it. We watched it. It was pretty. Yeah. But we were able to take a couple breaks, and then at one point I go, Jesus Christ, there's 18 minutes left of this. Yeah. For as not great as the original movie was, like, like they cut out some of the neat-looking shit that they could have done in a new one. Like, they didn't portray the navigators in, like, all. in the original one which was like a really grody effect in the original one that was really folding cool. space to yeah like, like no naked gross space babies they could have like done something really cool with that with like modern makeup effects or creature effects or you know i'd prefer not cgi because it doesn't age well but you know, they, they could have done something. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's neither here nor there. We did put out a podcast on that on the Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Shill, shill, shill. But we did watch two horror movies, and I put that out on the main feed because we didn't record last week. And this week, we uh, got together and just had to kind of have a decompression session because today was pretty long for me. Mm-hmm. We all kind of had bad days, really, and we just kind of had to talk it out a bit before we wanted to start recording, because that's what we do as friends. But today, today was uh, real kind of important, though, because, like, we're all older people, and, you know, I'm still lucky in that I have both my parents still alive uh, at 38. But with my grandpa dying just recently, he had all of his ducks in a fucking row. He had a will, he had powers of attorney, he had designated people to do X, Y, and Z, and... It kind of was a thing. It's like, we, my parents were like, we don't have that. And so I did some looking around. And like the AARP has document packets for each state that count in each state. You choose whatever state you live in and you can download it. It's a really good resource. And also like basic wills for Texas and basic power of attorney. So like today I went out to Fort Worth and saw them. We went and had a nice lunch at uh, Cracker Barrel because crackers that's what we are yep and then we just kind of camped out at a, a library and filled out the paperwork and 
we were very lucky. They had a notary on site. One of the librarians was a notary and able to do that right there. That's really handy. Because, like, you have to sign it with two witnesses, and one of the witnesses can't be blood-related or your spouse. So that kind of didn't work. But it also has the second, like, or can be signed with a notary. And they stamp it and stuff, which makes it feel, it's probably a lot more official in terms of the law. But it's one of those things that it just reduces ambiguity. And the thing is, these basic files, you just download them for free. If you don't have a lot of, like, assets and 401ks or whatever, which my parents don't. Like, if there's no real question, this just reduces any ambiguity as to, like, what do I want to happen if I'm incapacitated and my spouse is not able to do anything? Or who's the person that's going to be handed all my shit to deal with when I die? And there's no ambiguity, because, like, my sister, God bless her, she got married and lives in Canada and will not be able to handle that shit when it happens because she's not going to be living in the country. Yeah. So it was one of those things where it sucks to have the conversation, but it needs to be done. And so if you're a listener with older parents that are still alive and they don't have this, perhaps you should take this opportunity to go to the AARP website for the in the United States and, uh, Find those documents and maybe see about getting that just squared away because, like, I know for a fact that with my dad's side of the family, if his dad hadn't had a will, oh man, it would have been a nasty drag-out fight. But because he had everything spelled out Mm. as to who gets what percent of what, like, this is what he said. It was all signed off by the family lawyer and all this other shit, so, you know aunt number two can't decide fuck you i'm gonna sue the other two of you for a larger share or whatever yeah there's no nasty fight to have because everything was spelled out ahead of time i was gonna say like if someone was gonna contest the will and it wasn't notarized then that that would like make things a lot more complicated on the court side yeah and like it's just nice to have a lack of ambiguity because like medical directives if you're incapacitated and you can confirm, you know, what do you want to happen? You know, it's like neither one of them can donate organs. But if God forbid this happens, like, what do I need to do? What do they want to happen? And it's right there on paper. They wrote it out. They signature the spot. They, they indicated the course of action they desire. Okay, that's what it says. That's what I abide by. I don't have to guess. Double think myself. Second guess myself. That's the fucking phrase. I was like, what's the phrase, God? Um, just, I'm just going to copy paste that George Carlin routine. Which one? Uh, where he's talking about, you know, you're not pulling my plug. Fuck you. Leave my plug alone. I want an extension cord for my plug. <laughs> I just need an extension cord. Ice cream a couple of times a day. Morphine every 10 minutes. Give me that magic fucking button. Yeah. (laughs) Man, I remember back when I had my weight loss surgery, they had this, the magic button. I was like, all right, if you hit this button once every six minutes, we'll give you a little hit of morphine. And the little hit of morphine dulled things for about two minutes. And I was just like, God fucking hitting the buttons with a tube down my fucking throat and going. I remember my mom dealing with that too. Like she'd hit the button and like nothing would happen because that shit just doesn't last long enough (laughs) i had a magic button for when i had my stroke and i vaguely well one i was afraid to hit it and in fact the nurse had to hit it for me a couple times because i didn't want to get addicted to morphine 
Um, but when finally broke down and used it, it's like it didn't really do jack diddly shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like, they get give you the morphine while you're in there, but then they send you home with, like, at best codeine, which, sure, it works, but it ain't near as good. Most of the time when I got, like, a uh, opiate going home, it didn't really dull the pain at all. It just made me not care that I was hurting. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I tore my knee, they sent me home with Lortab, which is, I don't know, some mix of opioids and something else. And popped one. It made me feel a little loopy. And mostly, I just disconnected and didn't care that my knee wasn't hurt was hurting. But it didn't actually make the knee stop hurting. I just didn't. I just, just, okay. You know yeah. what's weird is that, um, so tramadol is apparently one of the most abused opioid medications. And like, they gave me tramadol once or twice for a, uh, for a toothache back in the day. And it didn't do a damn thing for me. I was going to say, I got a bottle of it in there. I've, I've taken it. It yeah. doesn't do jack now, anything. So, on the other hand, though liquid tramadol injected directly into my bloodstream that shit worked because they gave me that when i had a gallbladder attack when was I... that the one where when they push it it feels like warm hot chocolate is running through your veins and you just feel like mm. i honestly um, don't remember i was in too much pain to me and then i just passed that i was i passed out and i was super loopy for like 18 hours i mean but then again it was probably like they were giving me just a shitload of it because it did because I've had tramadol before too. This is one of those. Hey kids, we're all old and have been to the hospital a bunch because they gave me tramadol in place of like actual harder shit, mm-hmm. and it was intravenous and it did burn initially, and then it kind of spread out as a warmth across my body. But at the injection site, mm, that was not fun. Mm-hmm. I was in so much other pain. I don't think I noticed because I had just had like abdominal surgery and it frankly you know crampy and other stuff was going on and i was miserable and like i was in so much pain they came over and they pushed something into the iv and it made the pain go away and it it felt i felt warm i felt relaxed i felt like it was the medical equivalent of being wrapped up in a warm snuggly blanket in front of the fire and it was it was great like Holy shit. I, I asked what the docs, what it was, and they told me, but I was still out of it, and I don't remember what it was. Yeah, like, and I don't remember anything from They that. gave, later on, because I was still in recovery, they gave me another push of it, and it's like, I was like, I don't know what this shit is. I need to not learn what it is, because this stuff Could be is, <laughs> is wonderful. It and- might have been morphine. No, it wasn't morphine. It was okay. it was some other drug I'd never heard of at that point because it just went in one ear out the other, and it's like I don't know what this shit you dribble is. Dribble down your shoulder because that's how your brain feels mm-hmm. in those situations. <laughs> in one ear out the other and left a mess. It's like holy shit! This this stuff is awesome and probably highly addictive. And I at the like moment, some more, please. <laughs> yeah, and I would like some more, <laughs> those, please. This is super addictive, but give me some fucking more. Um, because I just want to feel like that all the time. Because just like mm, this feels so good. I feel so nice, and it's just like, and it was just like a very like, like so. The last couple years, though, like, and I've had to stop before, but. I'm like, can I just spend an extended period of time in a medically induced coma? 
You're gonna like, fucking... can you just put me out for a couple of years and I can wake up in the future? <laughs> no, my current problems will have just been magically dealt with. disappeared. Unfortunately, no. It's like, can I just you on a quick travel through time? Yeah. It's like, hey, doctor, show up and uh, boot me, would you? This time, miss all those furry cons. This time traveling into the future at a rate of one second per second is just <laughs> too slow. Just too slow. It's just not the way to time travel at all. Man, I just. Yeah, missing furry cons for that long, I'd, like, come back and be, like, an alien to the fandom. Oh, you still have, like, a non-robot fursona? Fucking passe. What the hell? It's all 90% circles. Gray muzzles get the fuck out. <laughs> it's like, why aren't you a Robogen fi- Mark V? Yeah, oh, Protogen. Oh, Pro- that's Pro- protogen that's well, no, no, because, yeah. like, we have to, like, iterate further down, and they're, like, the fucking Apple II Protogens. They have the square heads with the green face. <laughs> I've seen, actually, I have seen somebody that has a protogen character that is like based off an Apple II. It's actually, oh, that's kind of a cool it's kind of cute, really. Yeah. They're they're a retro protogen. Yeah, <sighs> like, I'm gonna I'm, I'll make an ultra retro low tech protogen. It'll just be Fuzz's head on a Roomba. Nice. <laughs> I like that. I was gonna okay, say, but yeah. like to to loop it back around, it's like, hey, maybe make sure that you have those documents so that if you get in a situation where you're loopy on drugs in the hospital that people will know what to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um like when I had my surgery I made sure to sign a medical directive so that Panther knew what to do with me if I became a potato and the answer was put me in the ground. See if I grow anything. Um <laughs> but that didn't happen. At the rate you're going, it's gonna be peppers. Yeah. <laughs> My peppers have uh, been not minding the weather we've been having, I'm though, sorry. that's for sure. I just immediately thought, just like, spread my ashes into peppers. God knows I've tried everything else to make them grow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually getting some fruits now, though. I've yeah, got I more am. than one good, pepper good. on most of my plants now. And, like, the biggest one is, like, fucking loaded two now. and a half inches. The, the pepper that's growing by my neighbor's place is popping out a second round of peppers on every available surface. What do you know? When it's below 90 degrees, peppers are like, ooh. Yeah, the cayenne is full. The Anaheim has a bunch. The banana pepper's going crazy. And the culopeno is also making so many babies right now. I've never heard of two of those peppers. Like, Anaheim, the- I first heard like two weeks ago when you mentioned it, and what was the other one? Coolio? Coolopeno. Uh, it's supposed to be oh, okay. a hybrid of jalapeno that doesn't have the burn. Yeah, they don't have much. Oh, the so they have the stuff. flavor of the jalapeno, That's what the, but not the The couple burn. I tried just tasted like bell peppers. Yeah, um, they're fine. And mm. the Anaheims are the pepper. They're the same as hatch chilies, which are the current hotness at Whataburger. Yeah. Um, but hatch chilies are grown in New Mexico and Anaheims originated out of Anaheim, California. Right. Um, which is really funny because one of my gardening YouTube channels called him Anahims. Anahims? Anahims. But he's also Australian, so I forgive it. I love okay. listening to him. He's, yeah. Okay. I'll pay that one. Yeah. It's uh, Self-Sufficient Me is that channel. I've talked about it in the past, and I've fallen off of watching him because I've been doing with other stuff. But it, it's going into the summer season for him, so he'll be like, holy shit, everything died. Ah. <laughs> on on the note of- Crikey. Badly. Died in on fire because yeah. it's Australia. On the note of badly mispronouncing things from not your native country, there was a Doctor Who fan who made a video. It was talking costuming. It was talking about this cloak that John Pertwee had, and he called it an Inverness cloak. That's it's it's pronounced Inverness. 
Yeah. Um, it's a, Inverness is a city in Scotland. And, like, he apparently got so many responses correcting his pronunciation of it that, you know, he made a follow-up video. <laughs> like, okay, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I'm sorry. Because this was a, I should have said, this was an American Doctor Who fan. Um, and it's uh, it's a Scottish word, so and Professor yeah, Space Time. And it's, it happens a lot. Like if you, it's a problem that readers have sometimes. If you like, you pick up a lot of words from reading for like your entire life, <laughs> and then the first time you say it out loud, and it's like that's not how you say that at all. I've done. That <laughs> I've been reading it for years, so many times. <laughs> yep. Well, no, I this happened with one of my audiobooks. Um, uh-huh. in one of Kyle's books, there's a character named Penelope. Uh-huh. I didn't know how to pronounce it. I call it Penelope. <laughs> Penelope? And I had to go and, like, do a couple re for sections where the character come up. She was a background character, so I didn't, like, say Penelope five billion times on a book. Yeah. But I, he came back and it's like, it's Penelope. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> um, Penelope? I mean, I could... Was she? I I don't know, man. Like that's the thing. It's like if you've only read a word and not heard it said, mm-hmm. like how the fuck do you pronounce Worcestershire sauce? If you look at it from this Worcestershire, you know? Yeah, it was like what Worcestershire. Yeah, and it's like no, it's Worcestershire it, or Worcester. Yeah, like who the fuck would you know if you just looked at it? Yeah, or the um the river in in D.C. Uh, the Potomac and. I pronounced it as Potomac. <laughs> I mean, the River Thames. Yeah, it ain't spelled. It doesn't look like it's, it's not. It doesn't look like Thames. It doesn't even. You don't even pronounce the S. It's Thames. Well, it's Thames. It's te- Yeah, you do pronounce the S. It's Thames. River Thames. Yeah, but it doesn't look like that. That's why uh, River Tam in Firefly. I think that's oh. a reference to the river because it has been so relating though to like fucked up pronunciations of words and i'm like that's how it's fucking spelled no way xbox live game pass for pc yeah i can never pronounce that uh has <laughs> age of empires 4 which it has an excellent campaign uh-huh. and you're playing like the first one it ah, starts campagne. yes but it starts with the norman conquest of england uh-huh and it you're playing through history as like you start out as william the conqueror and mm-hmm. you play through a historical battle, like, positioned around an RTS. Like, and this is where William went and fucked up York. And this is where his successors decided to fuck up Wait, the town of Lincoln. York? He got all the way to Iceland? Yeah. <clears throat> but it was one of those things where it's like, some of the names that they say. Oh, you, yeah. You read them and it's like, that that's how it's fucking pronounced? Mm-hmm. And I do have to say, though, that it is really cool for me. Somebody who loves middle brow history channel bullshit. Yeah. In front of and in back of almost every single level in the campaign, they have like a five-minute History Channel-ass introduction to the stage of history they're on. Oh, cool. Complete with like zoom-ins and like, here's the city of York, and here's this ancient keep that's in the center of town as a relic. And then they like overlay little like the CGs of like people attacking them and using mangonels and siege engines and shit it's cool as hell and it's on xbox case pc game pass and you can just play it and like i'm not an rts dude but it defaults to easy see i am an rts dude it's it's fun like i'm i never played this series but i'm just like they 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 do the intro and they do the history channel bullshit and i'm like fuck i'm in 
Let, let me ask you something, Saverin. How would don't you answer because you probably know? Um, how would you pronounce this word? Q U A Y. Quay. Do you know? Uh, key. Yep. Key. Okay. okay. See, it's a Brit. It's a British word. I figured with you being Fucking having Brits. lived in Oz, you you might have picked that up at some point. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, one night I walked past the gaming room at home, and um, Tieran's gaming group was in there, and I heard someone say Quay. And um, Eileen did it. I said, it's pronounced key. And they all, they all looked around like, what? <laughs> Just... Yeah, because right outside of Sydney Opera House is, you know, one of the famous keys. And it's, per, you know, Q-U, uh, you know, yeah. circular key. And it's like, the first time, because my other half at that point, you know, talk, it will go to circular key, circular key, circular key. And, I and then hope the first I'm... time you see it in print, you're it's like, like, what the fuck is that? That's. <laughs> K-E-Y? No. Q-U-A-Y. What? Okay. Huh. Yeah, like, the the cool part is, like, so there's the English, there's an English, French, and Russian campaign, I think, and there's eight total civs in the game. It's, like, English, French, Holy Roman Empire, Russian, Abyssinian Dynasty, which is Arabia, um, Persia, the Mongolians, China, and the Delhi Sultanate, which is India. Mm. And they all have their own little thing. And... Was it actually known as the Delhi Sultanate in real life at the time? Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that. So you have English, French, Italian, Russian. Well, Holy Roman Empire was kind of like Central Europe. But then you had Arabia, so Egypt, Middle East, Persia, the Mongolian. So you have like Attila the Hunt and fucking... What's his name? Genghis, um, Genghis Khan. Khan. You know, yeah. the my name is Khan. It, it's just been one of those like real surprise, like wow, I've never played this series before, and it's cool as hell because they do that little. And every single stage when you finish one, it unlocks like two or three additional little videos you can watch. Like there's like a five minute segment on here's the Bayo Tapestry, and we're gonna look over it and talk about it. And it's like, oh, cool as hell. <laughs> I'm going to play this game, Mass Archers, and also learn some shit. <laughs> going to oh, learn me a thing. Sorry, I just saw a very amusing uh, photo that uh, an author tweeted. Let me let me send it to you. Okay. It's cute. Bloom. Aw. Yeah, all Tories are cunts. Man... <laughs> The fucking Brexit, that shit is so sad to me in a way. Like they It's amazing that for a country that doesn't have gun violence like we do, that they shot themselves in the foot so effectively. Yeah, like there's been a couple of stories recently that are just like, wow, what did you expect to happen? So the EU is like, no, of course you can't dump untreated sewage into your rivers. That's fucking stupid. And now they're not under the thumb of Brussels. And now they're dumping literal shit into the ocean and rivers and they're poisoning their seafood supply. Oh, for fuck's sake. There was a thing where it's like some oyster festival had like 40 people get really nasty food poisoning because they got E. coli from the oysters because they're (sighs) dumping literal shit into their bay. They should know better than that. Fuck. It's like, holy shit. Why would you do this to yourself? Like, oh, I'm, you know, it's it's historic. You know, the great 
the, the you know the cleansing fire of london took away all of our shit pushers the shit rakers if you want to really know how nasty things were listen to the five-part black death episodes of last podcast on the left where shit raker was literally a profession yeah um, that makes sense i wonder be, if that's where the term muckraker comes from probably you have to find the the bits amongst the shit i guess i don't know mm. oh someone lost a coin in this pile of poop how was your day at work honey uh it was all corn all of it Just- yeah <laughs> The other thing, too, is like now they don't have a cheap foreign labor force that they can exploit. You might say they had an amazing day at work. Yeah. They don't have anybody to butcher the carcasses of animals that they slaughter. So they're having to ship. Wait, sorry, go back. Where is this? In England. This is more Brexit fucking themselves over. They don't have enough butchers. They don't have enough butchers, so they have to ship things over to, like, France or Germany for processing. I thought that was one of the only professions in England. And then they had to import it back in, which basically, like, triples the cost of all meat. Of course it does. Yeah. Yeah, Because you have to pay the import-export duties because you're no longer part of the EU, you dumb cunts. And it's just like, oh, God. Like, like not that the U.S. hasn't done dumb shit like this, but, like, the U.K. But, wow. They they, really, sell, they said, hold hold my lager. And, yeah. Uh, let's poison our, our people. Let's, let's like fuck up our fishing industry. Like, the picture of washing up in beaches of just, like, literal shit. Yeah, like, there uh. is, there was this fucking infographic that was, like, beaches listed as unsafe. And, like, every single beach bet- on the French side of the channel, uh, like, the English side of the fr- channel, the channel yeah. is just, like, you shouldn't swim here at all period so good grief man <sighs> they're like wait you mean we can't just pop over to spain and in summer there no you're not eu members anymore oh and all these people that are like they're rich but not like filthy rich and they all plan to retire to spain or the south of france and it's like and now you can't that's a no. lot more difficult than it would have been otherwise you now have to immigrate you would have literally been a citizen of the eu and now you're not so i'm kind of expecting within like a decade or two like they're gonna be like can you let us back in and then the eu will make britain their bitch force them into the euro as a standard and just really crush their nuts like either that or they're just gonna fall into a fascist shithole more than they already are so one of the two not that we're doing much better here in the United States, but we can go over there and be like, wow, you guys are fucking up. As we like look at our own fuck ups and are like, yeah. Ooh. So all eight constitutional amendments in Texas this election year were approved, uh-huh. even the really shitty bad ones. Well, the only really obviously shitty bad one was the fucking churches can ignore pandemics mm-hmm. and congregate anyway. Yeah. The other ones were kind of sus, though. Like, changes the rule the eligibility for judges or something like that and i'm like in texas they're gonna be like you gotta have a ged no so um so i read i read up on on that and like on when i initially read the amendment i was like this doesn't sound too bad in that it will keep grossly unqualified trump judges from just being maggot into judgeships like you know some no legal education right-wing fuckwit gets into being a judge but 
what um, the progressive side of it was that this is a move to keep the judgeships from becoming more diverse. It keep, it keep it apparently it keeps out younger diverse people that, and and keeps it in the realm of old white men. Huh. So that's that's the downside to that one. Um, yeah, because I voted against it because I was like, hmm, knowing Texas, this is sus as hell. But the other one, like the churches can ignore pandemics. I'm like, I'm all for like dumb shit Christians dying. It's just that they take out people around them in the process. Yeah. It, it, so it's now. Um, illegal uh, it, it would be unconstitutional for the texas legislature to pa- pass a law or or any cities or county in texas to pass a law that restricts the rights of churches to hold services so you can't we can't do what dallas county did this time around where we're like no you can't have in service uh, yeah. in-person services it's a fucking pandemic i mean and like good on the churches that went online because it's the fucking 21st century and like yeah they always say god is everywhere until someone's like we shouldn't get together in real life because of the raging pandemic we but, want you all to like live you know but like as Sabrin said their opinion is is that the pandemic is fake and gay so they still want to go and have their potluck i i've brought this up before but literally 20 percent of the people in my parents small group died of covid in the intervening two years in our congregation well 20 percent of the people like so like six people out of 30 right in their little small group they're like church sunday morning church group ah okay. that would meet online on like wednesdays or whatever yeah they had fucking six of their members die out of 30 <clears throat> that's 20 percent and they're not they're not spring chickens and like there have been a lot of funerals at their church and they were ones that did mask and separate and not do in service but even then like people are going back to in service but they sure aren't yeah Oof. i mean but your it, parents have had it twice yeah they have anybody should be really gun shy but it's just like this this shit with like oh yeah churches can say you know yeah with this pandemic makes all your limbs fall off you turn into a blueberry and explode spinning spores everywhere but we're going to go praise God together anyway. And it's like, well, that's one way to meet him. Mm-hmm. It's a shame about the spores everywhere. You know, uh, just having the that, express lane. Yeah. yeah. That particular thing is like from some, it was one of those choose your own adventure books mm-hmm. where like it, you're in a spaceship and you're doing shit. And one of the bad ends was there's a space disease, which causes your limbs to necrotize and your body to inflate and explode into spores. Oh, jeez. Um, and it was always stuck with me because it was like, fuck, there was like, Two good endings the... out of twenty in that book, and I kept. I was like, "Fuck, man! This was like the Dark Souls of kids' books." I, I it made me think of the the transporter thing in Galaxy Quest, where they're like, it turned inside out and exploded. <laughs> yeah, oh, another movie that Tim Allen has retroactively ruined. Yeah, damn shame. I lost that train of thought. Just like, uh, I left the station without you. Yeah, uh, my train of thought derailed. So you, you know what's funny? Um, speaking of trains, so I'm I'm back in the office a couple of times a week. So I take the train down there and back, and like there's in one spot I noticed there are two full ass office buildings that were not there in May when I was previously in the office before they sent us all home again when delta kicked up and i was like 
Jesus, Dallas just fucking builds and builds, like just throws fucking stuff up. I was just sitting out the window. I was like, wait a minute. Those buildings weren't there last time. It's like, Jesus. It's been a while, obviously. And so like when I was driving, I was driving back to Fort Worth for one of the first times. And I was like, there's just apartment complexes here now. What the fuck? But like they had projects that were major fucking boondoggles, which actually finally got finished this last year. Good. They now added two stupid roundabouts to just north of downtown, and they finished two bridges, which had been under construction for almost a decade. Or maybe it wasn't that long, but it was a fucking long time. Yeah. And they finally got around to adding these two bridges, which go across train tracks. And they're nice new bridges, but it took them for fucking ever to do. But I totally get the, that wasn't there before. What the fuck? There's like people living in that now. It's like every time I fly back to Jacksonville, I mean, I always have to have my GPS on when I leave the airport because the roads are always fucking different. Yeah. It's a new exit or something's been renamed. Fucking um, <clears throat> Fort Worth, though, like they haven't added anything new downtown in a while. It's actually kind of surprising. Like there's occasional new construction or, hey, they knocked this thing down. But Fort Worth is not building up in the interior like Dallas is at all. Yeah. They finished building the um, Dallas Holocaust and Human Rights Museum downtown. Okay. It had been under construction like beginning of 2020, I think. Man. So like they opened it like the worst fucking time for like so a brand that, new multi-million dollar building. That's an interesting thought. So you did you guys see the crazies that went downtown the other day? Oh, the MAGA, the, like yeah. JFK Jr. JFK. Come, so, come Sa- back from the dead? Saverin put... Um, uh, tweeted this link. It came in quite handy. I didn't know that we have there's a site that has a live webcam on Dealey Plaza. Yeah. So you could pull it up live and see the people gathering in the cold, rainy day. I heard that they were chanting the American Pledge of Allegiance like it was some kind of cultist chant. Mantra. <sighs> and they, so let's let's give a little bit of background. QAnon's fucking stupid, but it's been around long enough that it's heavy, heavily factionalizing. There are people that believe that this person is JFK Jr. This person's JFK Jr. <laughs> There's another group that's like, no, actually JFK Jr. is someone completely different, but also not only is JFK Jr. alive, who died in a plane crash in 1999, yeah. that JFK you know, the first one is still alive and has been fighting the deep state this entire time as well. Someone pointed out, if JFK were still alive, he would be over 100 by now? 104 years old. (laughs) Jesus. So there was this faction of people that got their true believers to travel from all over the country to come and stand at Dealey Plaza promising that JFK Jr. was going to reveal himself on the grassy knoll and return Trump to power and install him as a king of one of the great seven kings of the earth. There's some real weird apocalyptic bullshit that I can like put links in the show notes. That sounds like some deep lore. It's some deep lore bullshit that was pulled out of nowhere. And the thing is, like, as Fudge mentioned. Is that seven kingdoms thing? Is that not a biblical reference or anything? I'm sure it is from like... The, the seven kingdoms of the earth was like a thing in Revelation, but that was not a good thing? No. They're they were celebrating like, it. Well, I guess, I mean, they want the apocalypse because then they yeah. think they all get raptured. Well, I don't know about the very the particular eschatology of this group, but the thing is, they had like 400 fucking people at Dealey Plaza 
for like six hours. People flew in from all over the country, apparently. Yeah. Like, people were from California and Jersey and in whatever other states. Like, a couple of me, like, people went down there and were having very interesting conversations, they said. And it was written up about in, like, the Dallas Morning News and other places online. But it was bizarre to see because, like, people had posted about it. Like, QAnon people believe this shit's going to happen. And I was like, I there has to be a webcam pointed at Dealey Plaza so I can see this shit happen. Yeah. And sure as hell there was earth cam had a camera that you can go and watch and i just had it up in a thing and both panther and i were just kind of watching in absurd fascination as people started lining both sides of the street and chanting and waving flags and chanting let's go brandon and dumb shit like that and then the appointed time came at twelve thirty. Nothing fucking happened. But wasn't it not even twelve thirty? It was like twelve twenty nine. Like it was a very specific number. I'm sure. It oh, was. and there was like one of the quote unquote celebrities. There was a guy who was apparently very well known in the numerology field, and like he was um, like like signing people's t shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, so, like, they had like a little the time chosen and a date chosen probably means something in that area. It was like geomatria, which is like Jewish Kabbalah thing, and not any re- way remotely Christian that they've like mutated into something for them. They like oh, because it's supposed to be like sentences that have the same numerical value in their system mean powerful things when combined and like they were like no no this means this that you know Dealey Plaza the truth will come king of kings and all this other shit yeah it's I'm like, sure that translates one to one from like Aramaic or whatever yeah right? like we can totally <laughs> translate Hebrew one to one this particular symbol means A no it does not <laughs> I don't know shit about Hebrew but I know that that's not true that's like trying to say that a given character of like Japanese script or Chinese script means frog. You know, like you probably, you know, you get this phrase written on your back that says that the tattoo shop says butterfly, which means like I'm this a stupid up. hoe. Right? <laughs> yeah, it translates but to beef with broccoli. The the nonsense is that like these people came down there and they spent money to do this. They spent money to do this. They stood in the fucking rain for at least two hours. Because, like, the time appointed came and went and nothing happened, obviously. But, like, they thought he was going to fucking appear out of, what, the X on the street? Gonna pop out of the ground of the grassy knoll? Who knows? Like, there's no logic to this shit, but there was, like, 400 people in our city milling about like a bunch of dumb shits thinking that this person's going to resurrect themselves from the dead and install a fascist dictatorship across the world. It's deeply fucking broken. And it was like it's scary. Yeah. It's, it's in 2018, like, haha, these cute people are fucking weirdos. Oh no, they're actually dangerous shit. You know? Yeah. We have more than one of them in Congress now. Like these people should not be anywhere near any kind of power or decision making. Um, but like, it's just, bizarre because it was this random thing that i'd not heard anything about until it was like one of the people that watch it like a conspiracy watch a person goes huh this popped up on some of the monitoring things i wonder if anything's actually gonna happen and then they saw it and was like fuck people actually showed up to this uh that's not good wow. and then like they were saying that Oh, well, because he didn't show up there, he was actually going to show up at the Rolling Stones concert, which happened at the Cotton Bowl that evening. What? 
And How does that even... Look, none of this fucking makes any sense, Shiva, but I promise to God that there's people saying it and people that believe it. And they were trying to be like, oh, no, actually, it was JFK playing guitar on stage. And it was all these people. They were saying that, like, all these people that are totally dead weren't dead. Like, hey, Robin Williams is going to be showing up. Oh, hey, Dale Earnhardt. It's literally a fucking resurrection fanfic where they get to become the fascist rulers of the world. Jerry Garcia is going to be there. It'll be a Grateful Dead thing. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, JFK was a, a Catholic Democrat. And so is his son. Last I knew, the evangelicals weren't real big on the Catholic column, you know, bunch of Pappas pedophiles. So the fact that they believe that this person, it's just weird bloodline shit. Like, oh, you know, it's, they, they believe like the, the Rothschilds and the Bilderbergs and all these other insert Illuminati bloodlines here. And now they're like, oh, the Kennedys are the same way. It's this mystical bloodline of people, but they're good ones. And it's like, dude, it's fucking fanfic. Why didn't they do that with the Bushes? I mean, go about all the way back to like Prescott Bush. Like they have a long lineage of being politically active in this country, and they're actually Republicans. Why aren't they're they? They're warmonger Republicans. They yeah. did war crimes. Prescott Bush was a fucking asshole. H.W. did a shitload of stuff in the it was CIA. A highway of death in W. Iraq. is definitely a fucking war criminal. Like, I'm really surprised they haven't latched on to one of the younger running for office Bush family members. Yeah, like it's honestly surprising, but like they called Jeb a cuck. For all the memes we make about Jeb, it's like, look, the Bush family is coated in blood from head to fucking toe across generations, and they're not your messiah. But yeah, Trump is we, a fucking but, failed but business the Kennedys person. Are like, yeah. it's really weird that they picked the Kennedys. Yeah, like conspiracy shit used to be fun stuff, like Bigfoot and UFOs, and now it's like, oh, Jessera Nessera and like bloodline shit and adrenochrome and pizza parlors and all this other bullshit. And it's like, man, this used to be entertaining crack pottery. Now you're actually dangerous. This isn't fun at all. It's just, it's and really, it's always it's deeply weird. And it's distressing when it happens at your doorstep, essentially. You know, it's like, I was just sort of like, oh, I wonder if Finney's going gonna to be fucking weird when this doesn't happen. Are they going to, like, someone going to pull out a gun and go shoot up the Holocaust Museum? Who knows, right? Thankfully, nothing happened. The cops didn't yeah. bother them. They were just like, yeah, people are weirdos down there at Dealey Plaza all the time. Of course the cops didn't bother them. They're white right and right wing. That's true. But, like, I remember... Did you see the pictures different cops but the cops were like kettling a protest in glasgow for the climate summit that was there no but that's not surprising yeah like i've been down to dealey plaza before i remember i had to go do jury duty one time and i took the dart down to the closest station and just like walked the west end station I yeah think it's like it's half like... a mile to walk across to the jail in the courthouse well, the there fucking um the old location of the Holocaust Museum was right next door to the Sixth Floor Museum, uh-huh. which is, of course, in the sixth in the Texas School Book Depository building. The Sixth Floor is where Oswald fired from. So, yeah, you you get off the train at West End, and the fucking Sixth Floor Museum is right there. Yeah, and I just walked that way, and like I remember walking down there. There was a kook with a s- couple of sandwich boards. 
not like you know the not the sandwich boards but you know the little foldy boards you do for like school science project shit yeah with like oh. lines and arrows and all this other shit was there string there has to have been string there was string boys. of course but they had their their <laughs> you can't have display. a good exper- a good conspiracy billboard without string to <gasps> attach points together it's a literal string theory yeah <laughs> they had their their jfk murder board oh but we God. all know the truth it was that dude from cognito inc from inside job that right. was that yeah. was the truth that's a fun show All yeah the... i need to f- watch the rest of it like, yeah like we watched like what six episodes i think yeah it was like watched half of it yeah, yeah. um it's a animated series adult animated series from alumni of like gravity falls like they really it developed was on, like amazon prime or it's something. on um netflix it was on netflix okay. yeah i couldn't remember which, um which fun. of the many services and it was on. And the the dude that played like Brian or whatever the robot dude, the robot boyfriend, was in fact the same actor that played Chidi on The Good Place. Right. Yeah. So I was like, that dude's voice sounds super familiar, and it was him. Once IMDb finally updated all their shit, so that's a fun series. That's a fun thing because they do make fun of like JFK assassination in <laughs> like an episode. Yeah. It's like which department are we gonna cut? The assassination department. And, like, there's a bunch of visual gags. It's like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. (laughs) I mean, and, you know, I just wait for someone to take that scene and then Photoshop in the fucking Zootopia abortion comic ending where, like, Judy gets fucking assassinated like JFK. Oh, my God. And it's like, put that on the fucking fucking wall. weird. That's another really strange thing. Yeah. I mean, everybody's... I'm not going to say everybody, but like a lot of people have seen that comic and they're like, hey, I wonder what the Zootopia abortion comic is up to. Oh, he did this story where Nick becomes this redeemed good guy. Judy becomes the corrupt mayor of town. And then the epilogue is assassinated JFK style in front of her wife. Who's Who's dressed dressed like like Jackie Kennedy. And it's like, sure. Why the fuck not? You know, this dude, I don't know what their ideology is other than I'm just here to be fucking weird. The pity is, they're actually a pretty good artist. Yeah, they're artistically talented, but... That's why the the best version of that comic is the Arby's edit. Yeah, I'm thinking Arby's. Because, you know, there's no uh, accounting for taste in art, but I do want to say that I gotta give props to the pony community, because they are they're doing a lot better in terms of pushing out the Nazis as they go into the G5 iteration of the fandom. Um, and there was an, an artist that posted yesterday and actually got a lot of very negative attention because they were like i'm doing my top favorite 20 pony characters and number 19 the second one they literally posted was arian her her full oc name is arian hoofler oh for fuck's sake and she's a white blonde maned blue-eyed pony with a swastika cutie mark it's fucked up and the character has been roundly removed from pretty much all of the pony sites. Mm-hmm. And when people started calling on him, instead of him going, oh, I wasn't thinking about it. No, he uh, doubled, he double down? He doubled down and went on the Muffrey's Peach kind of thing. In terms of the community like policing itself better, yeah. also like one of the admins of Equestria Daily was like, hey, we're not going to post your shit anymore, just so you know. And it's like, wow, you have just nuked yourself off of like ever getting posted to the one remaining horse fan site you really had to double down on this shit and then people dug in and he'd done other art of that character as well and it's like oh yeah this guy's actually just like a 
right-wing quote-unquote centrist brownie who's been up to this shit he just accidentally showed his ass at the wrong time people were paying attention it's like oh and he's up to some other shit but it has been nice to see that the pony community has been trying to police itself better and it's like hey look we're going into the next generation that's leaning into a lot more on the diversity content so we're gonna try to be a lot better and kick out the nazis this time um and so that's been nice to see because like we i think we try to do a good job here in the furry community and the pony community is like hey uh we lost a lot of people to not to like having the Nazis around last time. Let's try not to do that again. Yeah, that's good. Like, I can't do the pony shit like I did before, but I do think that the movie was cute when I sat down and watched it. Um, so, like, in terms of fandom shit, that's actually good. Um, it's it's nice to see people pushing back on it, and not just a few people, but a lot of people and people in quote unquote high places in the fandom going, "Nah, dude, nah." There was there was just a lot of that shit in the g4 iteration and it did push a lot of people out like myself so what else do we want to talk about today like hey you want to fucking redact joe manchin in minecraft you want to flip his car and burn his yacht in minecraft you want to fucking put the fear of god in him in minecraft (laughs) fuzz put a thing in the topics chat today the activists with the sunray movement confronted him outside of his yacht on the way to the capitol like motherfucker drives a maserati and lives on a yacht and he's a representative and a senator from the poorest state in the fucking country west virginia and it's like wow that's not suspicious at all i love that the fucking climate activists like kayaked out to his yacht and be like hey hey joe manchin fuck you and he and he they were saying (laughs) boo words uh, they and then he i guess tried to escape by getting back to land and they're all following him in a security detail as he walks from his yacht to his fucking maserati which is apparently like an eighty thousand dollar car oh dude maseratis are expensive as hell yeah someone linked the website and i and customized of course but like scrolled down and like the base price of that model is like eighty six thousand dollars and it's like fuck yeah, like the pricing ranges for a seventy four thousand seven forty for a twenty twenty one Ghibli, and a hundred four thousand eight hundred ninety for a twenty twenty Quattroporte, which is their four dollar like ultra luxury sedan. Mm-hmm. So you can actually get more expensive Audis, but not by much. Yeah, the base price of my car when it was new was like seventy five grand. But I sure as hell didn't pay that much for it. It's just like, yeah, this motherfucker lives on a yacht and drives a Maserati and is like, oh, nope, we have to means test everything to hell and back. And like, we've changed it so that the means tested 50% off tacos at Jack in the Box now only applies to franchisees owned by Joe Manchin's family. And uh, <laughs> and the support for healthcare means that the baby needs to be looking for a job too. It feels like that because there's been, I've seen sign tweets with pictures of signs here and there talking about how you know we need to like get our 14 year olds into jobs at mcdonald's and it's like yeah they they, they, (sighs) and they pay them so much less too it's like yeah those uh high school sophomores are really just not pulling their weight in this economy and we need to we need to get them flipping burgers pronto i mean shit when i worked I remember working as a kid when I was like 16 for my parents' church at the time, mowing the yard, being part of like the lawn crew, and they still pay me 10 an hour for that shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, they pay my dad a lot more, but I was literally pushing a mower up the side of hills so he didn't have to. And like, 
they want these kids where it's like if you're over 18 we'll pay you 12 bucks an hour if you're 15 six like 16 to 18 it's like 10 and if you're under 16 we'll pay you like eight and it's like are you gonna like boost their wages up when they finally hit that if they've worked there long enough (laughs) oh no no of course not (laughs) like i've had that happen before where like i was a kid and i worked at mcdonald's this is in 2001 i got to go to work on 9-11 it was a hell of a time let me tell you but i got a dime raise one year and i knew that there was motherfuckers getting hired over me that got like 50 cents more an hour than i did but that was fucking mcdonald's and i quit that pretty quick but it was just like yeah like if you start a kid at 15 working at mcdonald's at fucking eight bucks an hour they aren't gonna magically start getting 10 bucks an hour when they hit 16 or 12 bucks an hour when they hit 18 even if they work there and so like you have to quit and re re higher at that point Mm -hmm. and like it's bad enough that we still have situations where if a person is mentally challenged in some way or labeled as disabled that they can get paid way below min wage yep um there was a big scandal with goodwill uh oh yeah a little bit ago where like certain heavily developmentally disabled people were getting paid like a quarter an hour yeah to sort clothes yep oh my god Uh, literal prison wages i was gonna say like I know prisoners don't make a lot of money, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, they should get minimum wage at least two, but our system is extremely fucked. But it's like, instead of fixing the labor market, we just need to bring back child labor. It's it's grim time, really. Like, because every place we fucking go is always hiring. And it's not the places that pay well, it's the places that are shit. Like, Fuzz and I had a very unpleasant time waiting for our... We picked up dinner on the way here. Yeah. And we were waiting in the fucking line for 20 minutes. And they had to come out and ask us our order three times. And then I was like... When they asked what my drink was, I was like, look, just it's Coke Zero, no ice. And let me fucking tell you, this fucking drink is like 90% ice. And I'm not even going to be a Karen and speak to the manager and say, fuck it, and let's go. Because your blood sugar was going, I was tired of waiting, and I was like, man, I need to eat dinner too. So it was just one of those things, like, the the shit jobs are where they pay people like shit and treat people like shit aren't keeping people. And, like, the answer is not <laughs> getting more 14-year-olds into the workforce. It means you need to treat your employees better. Because, yeah. like, we noted that at the one Whataburger we went to, like, we don't see the same person twice, generally. And it's not because we just go at random times. It's just it doesn't seem – the turnover seems to be that high. Yeah. And, and I pointed this out to you. Like, occasionally I've seen new people or newish people there, like, make a mistake or be a little slow doing something. And the manager on duty has just been a total shit to them and just had a really piss-poor attitude. And I'm like, look, if you're hiring people – and you're perpetually understaffed and you're an asshole, they're gonna they're gonna be like, I don't have to take this shit. Yeah, you they know? could surf right now to a better job. Yeah. So and this is related, this next bit is furry and related to that exact same thing. Yes, this, what it, from fur. This mm-hmm. was very amusing. So fur is one of those kind of a known name in the furry community. He has 11,000 followers and it's followed by 18 mutuals of mine. I don't know who they are, but that's a name that I've heard and not like in a negative fashion, which means, okay, that's kind of good. Well, he's come and helped, I believe, at TFF. Okay, cool. Fantastic. I don't know who they are, but this thing got retweeted. It's like, I'm currently unemployed, 
A recruiter lined me up an interview with the employer that just fired me. I wish I was making it up. So I heard you're looking for a new programmer. May I ask what happened to your previous employee? And then he posted an image of your interview is confirmed. Position, programmer, systems integration, blah, 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 information. And he's like, holy shit. Holy shit. It's happening. See you tomorrow, fuckers. His interview's tomorrow. He's going to show back up and be like, hey, guys, I'm interviewing for this position. What happened to this other guy? Huh, what was his last salary? I'll take 125% of that. You need the spot filled, don't you? I I hope that he... Did you go back in his timeline to see what he got fired for? No, um, but he's just like, look, I'm still right now doing freelancing. I got actual interviews lined up, so I have no issue taking a bit of time out of my day to have some fun. So now the biggest question, to wear a top hat and mustache, to wear my old uniform to show my commitment? Then like a little bit later, old uniform it is. I'm still wearing a fake mustache. (laughs) And I'm like... That was seven hours ago, so I hope that he has himself a fantastic time at the, the uh, his... wherever firm that is. Oh yeah, I know this dude. Oh, I I know. I like he has a picture of himself You've as seen his header, or... and it's like, oh, I've seen this dude. You've I seen th- him around TFF. I think he does a lot with like sound systems. Yeah, and stuff. He's he, I think he's an he's AV, AV dude. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those like, oh, I recognize this guy. Oh, yeah, I've seen him. You know the face. You might not know the name. It's yeah. that guy who's it's always just like, around. oh, you're that dude. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I, I don't know. Didn't know he was that popular in the furry community. I just knew because, you know. Yeah, he's got. He's just one of those people that like has a fucking random large amount of followers. And it's like, all right, that's cool. He's just been involved with cons for a good number of years. And apparently did AV at a lot of cons. I think I already did AV for MFF or maybe doing AV for MFF. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of cross-pollination when it comes to the AV team and cons. I don't know how as many people who overlap can make that many cons a year, but they do. And, yeah. I just, this, the job sitch for a lot of people is so fucking bad, and then the fact that this guy got a interview at the place that just fired him to fill the position he was fired from is extremely funny. You know, if you go back to his timeline, he made a very pithy, wise-ass remark to a manager. Oh. And that's what got him walked. But it was, like, in a, a meeting, and, like, the man- it was something about, manager asked something really dumb about blockchain, and oh. Fur oh. said something wise ass back, and, and he got fired over that. He, well, that's what he said back in. People are bitches. What can you do? Like the the other thing too. Speaking of blockchain, though, because we have to piss on that every week possible. Oh yeah, it's yes, yes. We have to piss on the blockchain so that you know we have record of us pissing on the blockchain. So the and latest the NFTs and of the, the, the sad NFT bullshit. The fucking. WWF, and not the Wrestling Federation, but the World, World Wildlife Fund Deutschland, says, our first ever NFAs are live. We don't have to be missing out on this amazing crypto art by Boss Logic and blah blah blah. It's like, the World Wildlife Fund, we're going to save wildlife by burning the environment down, making NFTs, and doing blockchain nonsense. And needless to say, people were displeased. Like, so many people are trying to do this fucking... It's a scam. It's all a scam. It's all money laundering. And, like, you have a few people jumping on it, but then you end up with such a situation like Elijah Woods. Did you see that stuff from him? I Was heard that last week? Uh, yeah, but we didn't record last week. And oh, it's... right. We just talked oh, about it. Oh, we've talked about this before. Well, did you do something else? He did a new one. He's like, oh, this fucking something apes or something. 
And the artist for them had drawn, like, insanely racist comics for Hustler in the 70s. Like, we're talking KKK hoods and blacks are all murderous criminal shit. And... Jesus. He was like, okay, um, I'm gonna sell these off and donate all the funds to a anti-racist charity. I'm really sorry. But, like, Elijah Wood's getting into NFT shit is just one of those, he's a dumb motherfucker with too much money, and he's like, yeah, sure, this might be cool, whatever. It's all play to him. The fucking World Wildlife Fund. Yeah, like, World Wildlife Fund. It's like, They yeah. should absolutely know the fucking um, environmental, environmental consequences, yeah. And they're like, oh, it's not that bad. It's like, no, the fa- this whole fucking thing, this whole schema is exactly that. It's just a scheme. And, like, even if your little hole of the wall is not doing envi- massive environmental impact, the fact that there's so many of you goobers doing the same bullshit is... Like, aggregate, like, you're using as much power as the entire country of fucking, like, Argentina or something like that. And the fact the World Wildlife Federation, World Wildlife Fund, I don't know, it's the panda with the steel chair, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They're the reason we have WWE, after all. Mm-hmm. Because WWF, they were like, oh, you're conflating, you know, fake wrestling and oily men with our desire to save the whales. And they're like, all right, fine. And so the wrestling had to change. But yeah, the fact that even the WWF, at least in Germany, was like, hey, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. And like, you have the same fucking monkey avatar people being like, oh, hell yeah. And everybody else being like, this isn't cool at all. So it's disappointing. But I think we mentioned like a couple weeks ago that like the help current IP rights holder for like Hellraiser was doing it. Dead by Daylight was doing it, like, a few places, like, Ubisoft wants to do some blockchain game bullshit, and it's like, dude, this is not gonna go anywhere, because, like, you immediately have these stories of, like, oh, this dude scammed me out of my monkeys, and now I have to get them blacklisted, because they stole my monkeys, but now they, because they're stolen goods, they can't be sold on the blockchain, and I'm still going to use them as my avatar because it's still my monkey, even though it was quote unquote stolen. And it's like, in what world does this make any sense? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's non- just absolute garbage bonkers bullshit. And I see people throwing around huge amounts of money or pretend money. But then you have these situations where it's like, oh, wow, because it's on blockchain and the transactions are public. Like, there was this thing, holy shit, somebody bought this digital monkey for half a million space bucks. And then it, like, the money from the buyer was immediately deposited back into the original account that it came from. Like, it was literally just cycling the money through to, like, oh, look, somebody bought this for so much. This totally has value, guys. Get in on the ground floor. When it's, like, literally circular money laundering. Please do not write into the show with your takes on crypto. We don't give a shit. It's not good. Um, it does not giving anybody freedom. It is burning down the rainforest. And uh, it's also why we can't get fucking video cards. Yeah. Like, yeah. I sold you mine. And, like, I gave you a really, really good price. And I could guarantee you it was never Bitcoin at all. Because I don't do that shit. And, like, it's a four-year-old card that I use. And, like, I caught you a price that was still, like, $300 cheaper than anything on eBay. And I'm like, fuck, man. Anything you get off eBay could be Bitcoin to hell and back. 
Mm-hmm. But that way you guys had a video card so Sarah can do VR so that Noxie's card situation get addressed. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I helped you guys out, but like there was a thing where uh, a truckload of 3090s oh, you got, heard about that? got heisted. A shipment of NVIDIA cards, 30 series cards, got heisted off a truck. Like... People Damn. hit a truck and stole a shitload of video cards. See, Fast and Furious 1 was made today. That's what they would it be totally, stealing. Totally. Like, <laughs> they're doing it for family. They got to drive their car into a fucking satellite in space. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was two weeks ago when I'm like, you got to be shitting me. I, or, I forget what it was. But like, there was a situation where you told me that they drove a car in space through a satellite. And I was like, what the yep, fuck? Yep, they have to take out a satellite. So they they rig a car to go into space, and and they're supposed to be able to destroy the satellite by some remote high tech solution, and it that doesn't work. And they were like, "We're just gonna drive through that fucker," and he's still controlling it with the steering wheel. So I don't know, science man. <laughs> hey, that's the power of family. I I respect for the Fast and the Furious movies for not waiting till 10 to go into space. They one up to us. They're like, fuck you, we'll do it at 9. Yeah. <laughs> That's, they're, those movies are fucking ridiculous. I know, they're, I love them. They're stupid but fun. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, stupid but fun is valid. Yeah. What was the other thing we were describing as stupid but fun? Like, I know we, we watched something recently... I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it doesn't have to be highbrow to be entertaining. Probably the last thing I want to hit on tonight, if unless we have something else, because we're past an hour and it's like nearly 10 p.m. So, defend January 6th defendant Jenna Ryan, who tweeted, I'm not going to jail, I'm white. Well, she's going to jail. <laughs> yeah, she tweeted, she's definitely going to jail, has been sentenced to prison. She got 60 days. She's a white woman, so she's not going to get much. But mm-hmm. she posted with pictures of herself next to busted out windows, giving a victory, did selfies. Like, she was a Texas... D- she, she was like, oh, this was the she, real estate she, agent who flew to the DC on a private plane. Yeah, from Frisco. Um, Frisco. Yep. A really white supremacist city. Lots of money there. There's a reason. There's no freeways to go to that city. Only tollways. Anyways. Uh, yeah, she was like, I'm not gonna go to jail i she just shouldn't fucking tweet and uh oh god the judge advised her that she should also be more cognizant of where she gets her news from yeah i mean it was actually um brought up on one of those interviews on the last podcast interview about the dude decoding psychopath like psychopaths or whatever uh-huh. on the patreon feed oh by the way they took a private jet yeah out there i i forgot about that part of it it was three of them in the real yeah she took here. pictures of herself at the plane and being like it's gonna go what it's gonna be wild yeah 60 this days is in our fed prison 76 or something like that um let's see yeah ryan denied in her letter the tweet where she wrote that she had blonde hair white skin a great job and a great feature and i'm not going to jail <laughs> And the judge was like, and I took personal offense at that. Yeah, man, I, I lost my fucking train of thought. My brain's fucking dead. But like Just these dumb shit, dumbass goes to jail, not for long enough. But it's enough to like 
I mean, the thing is, it's not going to be enough to derail her career, and she can be like, I was a political prisoner, and it's going to fucking get fascists to buy her houses faster. Oh, totally. The MAGA chuds will fucking eat that shit up. She's not going to be on the DL about that. Yeah, it's it's And in Frisco, she doesn't have to be, which is unfortunate. Um, So, that's stupid. Um, But in happier news, hey, we're almost to Endwalker. I don't know. The what that Final is. Fantasy expansions ah, okay. coming out. That's exciting. Um, there's there's stuff coming up that's going to be fun and cool. Ah, my brain's just. Is it a mumo? It's a mumo pagra. Mumo Oh, oh, another one cool thing. Uh, the Animal Crossing thing is out now. Mm. Animal Crossing 2.0 update is out. Came out two days early, so that's fun. Oh, I, I uh, here's a cool thing. The first episode of this season of Doctor Who dropped, and it was good. Yeah. It's part one of a six-part series that is all one storyline. Check it out. They do a lot of setup in the first episode. So it looks like, uh, I mean, there's a lot happening in that first episode. But that's clearly they're putting all of the pieces in place. They've introduced all these characters. And we're like, we don't know what their story is yet, you know. We don't know what they're all about, but they're all going to be important. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how they, I mean, like the, the characters span from like 1820 to the distant future in, in several stops in between, including of course, present day earth. So there's a lot going on and um, it, it'll be interesting seeing how it all plays out. So Woo, check that out. So, um, and a cool thing for people that are not me, but people who like uh, Dark Souls games, there was a 20-minute video today of the Elden of Elden Ring. It's open-world Dark Souls. So, like, Breath of the Wild meets Dark Souls. And I know so many people are that go are nuts. going to spend a million hours in that, and I wish them a very have-a-good-time. Cool. Because I saw that and I'm like, that looks dope as hell if you love that type of game. It's not for me, but oh man, there are so many people flipping out online, but in a good way. Well, real quick, what type of game is it? Okay, so you. it's an open world game like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which I 100%ed. Uh-huh. But it's Dark Souls, so it's the brutal hard combat with like like it, 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 you have to love pain like you will die you have mm-hmm. to learn patterns you can like die and fuck up and lose a bunch of progress like it's not super brutal like a roguelike where you die completely and have to start over every time you die but it is like you can just get fucking stuck on this boss and have to go grind a million more souls to level up to try to beat him again so it's like playing an 8-bit nintendo game sure but open world and extremely pretty and apparently it's coming to pc which is also very pretty um like FromSoft has made a bunch of really highly regarded games that are all in the same genre of it's super fucking hard and esoteric and gothic and we're gonna express our like lore through like item drops and descriptions and fucked up little dudes like Ending every sentence with a laugh. <laughs> Only <laughs> you, the most fucked up and gross of little men, can fix anything. <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. Yeah, that kind of uh, shit. Okay. Um, but I saw that and... Is Skyrim doing something new? Because you mentioned it the other day when you were over. Um, 
I watched, I listened to a podcast because now it's been 10 years since it came out. Wow. And like they're releasing current gen versions of the game onto the Xbox and PlayStation 5. They haven't released them yet, I don't think, mm-hmm. but they're going to get around to it. Okay. But it was one of those things where it's like, this game came out 10 years ago and I listened to a podcast and maybe want to reinstall the game with a bunch of mods. And cool. play it for another 150 hours. The one mod I remember is replacing the dragon with Fluttershy. And he goes, yeah, Ta- or Thomas the Tank Engine is another yeah, one. Yeah, I saw some, a couple screen caps of that. That was yeah. funny. What about the fuckable dragons mod? <laughs> it exists, I'm sure. They uh, fly around, cloaca out. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's like, the dragons ate Indians, so anytime they breathe mouths from their, their mouth, they fart fire too. You know what they call a dragon's AD account, right? It's their vent account. Ah, God. <laughs> All right. So on that note, we should probably wrap it up because it's now past 10 o'clock. Okay. I'm Saverin. You can't find me online. You can send us emails to southpawscast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter where Fuzz made a super hit tweet that we like muted real quick. Um, I <laughs> My even... phone was blowing up with notifications. And it I was, was just a little innocuous tweet, too. And people took it super seriously. Yeah, like fucking internet, man. I would have deleted it. And like I did log in and it was like... Ah, Fuzz made a hit tweet. I'm not going to delete it. And it's still up there, but we've not looked at it intentionally. It's like, you know what? If I go look at this, I'm going to get stressed the fuck out because, oh my God, Twitter. Somebody, no, somebody perceived. Yeah. I mean, being we got pers- like 20 new followers. Yeah. I mean, it fucking day, worked. So. And like, I hope that they listen to the podcast and don't be like, oh, what a fucking waste and unfollow. <laughs> go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash South Podcast. Oh, if you my like our God. dumb shit. I wanted to look at the stats on it. Oh. 25.9 thousand likes. That says 25,900 likes. 4,328 retweets. Ooh, that's a lot. What did he... I forget what the tweet even said. It was It was just like, reject modernity, embrace tradition. It was like, reject Nick being a, a cop and embrace Robin Hood being a th- prince of thieves. Mm-hmm. And then, like, someone quote-tweeting saying it, ah, you know, this is a Disney embracing fascism in this... In this essay, I will like making a facetious tweet. Yes, and <laughs> very obviously, then Fuzz made a joke cheap. about it, and then it just went <laughs> blew up on Twitter.com. And like when that happened, it I literally, was not expecting that. Like, geez, it literally gave me a panic attack. Fuzz, I'm sorry, Sarah. I'm like, oh shit, I'm being noticed. Ah, but <laughs> I don't. But you're the one that manages the Twitter account, not me. So right. that's okay. <laughs> uh, I was like, damn, hit tweet, bestie, hide. <laughs> um anyways uh yeah go to our patreon patreon.com slash south you can find us on twitter at south podcast and occasionally fuzz will make a banger tweet and sometimes he'll just retweet me or whatever yeah we, we have our telegram fan chat where you can talk to famous authors um we had one of our listeners come in and she's an author that i think you've published so uh. that's cool oh okay cool um that's fun it's like, oh, that's a name I recognize. And then a couple people are like, holy shit, I'm reading your book in a book club now. And that was very really flattering for them. Oh, that's super awesome. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, we have a, a nice little chill space in the South Paws fan chat Telegram group. And there is always a join link in the show notes. So if you have Telegram and would like to hang out with some chill furries and share some porn and memes. And a dude in our chat, Vishkali, just posted some sweet tat. Oh, yeah, I he got that. a it's really amazing. cool like Celtic knotwork paw with like uh, bi flag color on the 
field. It looks really neat. Like oh, that's cool. cool as hell. And uh, they have a forward that to me so I can see it. I'm not into show chat anymore. Yeah, I saw. The fuck's up with that fuzz? I just I I wasn't interacting with it at all. I'd had it archived for ages and it was just like Unacceptable. No, that's fine, whatever. You're an adult fuzz, you can do what you want. Few <laughs> and I are in there, because that's yes. where you can find us online. Other than that, the next con that Fur Planet's gonna be at is going to be MFF. Yes. Um buy we have some ordered books. so much stock for it's it. It's gonna be a big fucking deal. Yep. I'm like wish I could go, I guess, but also ah. Eh. You know? It's literally the biggest furry con. I think you probably want to start small. Yeah, I You'd would probably like... start with Anthro Expo in January. I hope so. Yeah, because like I have really missed going to cons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, MFF looks like it'd be a banger. Go to furplanet.com, buy some books. Baddogbooks.com, buy some digital books. Um, go to Project Gutenberg and find some really really old books for free. Yeah. You know? Um, and go to Half Price Books and find things like. The Bottoming Book, or How to Get Terrible Things Done to You by Wonderful People by Donnie Easton, or Woof, Perspectives into the Erotic Care and Training of the Human Dog by Michael Daniels, or copies of fucking Marvel's Capcom 2 for $200 for PlayStation 2, those motherfuckers. Anyways, hey, so uh, thanks for listening, guys. So on that note, good night. And buy books. (laughs) 